I'm almost certain you've been using this one wrong your whole life, but I'm just as guilty as you are. Remember those neck pillows we often use when traveling? Turns out most of us tend to wear a pillow around the back of our neck and secure it at the front with a button. Well, some people say it feels a whole lot better if you flip your pillow. Why? Because with the gap located at the back of the neck, your head is still supported. But you'll relieve the pressure on your neck if your head starts falling from side to side as you fall asleep. Not to mention that your chin stays securely in place. You may have noticed some weird bumps on the concrete sidewalk, especially in crowded or high traffic areas. This is called tactile paving. It was first used in Japan in the 1960s. Because of its efficiency, people started using it all over the world. These days, the system has developed into several types of paving for different kinds of situations. Blister paving, for example, is used at crosswalks. It's vital for people with visual impairment, warning them there's a road crossing ahead. In most cases, this paving consists of several rows of flat-topped blisters arranged in a square pattern. Then, there's corduroy tactile paving, rounded bars running across the direction of pedestrian travel. It informs visually impaired people about some danger, like a set of stairs or a ramp. Sometimes, after a long day, there's nothing more comforting than leftovers for dinner. Unfortunately, being as tired as you are, you might forget to cover your plate of food with a paper towel. And then, your microwave is likely to become a total mess. Luckily, there's an easy way to clean it, and it doesn't involve special products. Prepare a mixture of half water, half lemon juice. Pour the liquid into a bowl and microwave it for about a minute. The acidity of the mixture should help with decreasing the walls of the microwave, and you'll be able to simply wipe off all the residues. Are you one of those people that like to experiment when baking and aren't a fan of measuring tools? You can just use a whisk next time you need to add some flour. Stick the whisk in the flour bag and it should pick up a considerable amount of the product between its metal bars. Ever notice that most juice boxes come with two flaps, one on each side? Those are actually handles. Manufacturers design the boxes this way to make it easier for us to hold them. This way, we don't end up squeezing the box, making the juice spill out. Now, you don't need to be a baking pro to know that you can use both white and brown sugar in your recipes. But have you ever wondered what the difference between these two is? It turns out that the only thing that sets them apart is that, during production, a small amount of molasses is added to the brown sugar. Molasses is basically a sort of syrup you get when processing sugarcane. It's usually removed during the refining process. That's how white sugar is produced. But if some amount of molasses remains in the final product, we end up with brown sugar, with its specific taste and darker hue. It's a good thing. There are a lot of things you can put in your dishwasher apart from your dishes. For example, you can clean such things as your silicone oven mitts or the knobs of some kitchen appliances, like your oven or stove. Some kitchen sponges and reusable towels may be safe to clean in the dishwasher as well. 
Speaking of kitchen cleaning products, there are a lot of things you can do with dish soap, like degriming your patio furniture. Just add a bit of dish detergent to some warm water and use the solution to wipe down your outdoor furniture with a piece of cloth. Finally, rinse it clean using your garden hose. You can also use dish soap to get rid of greasy stains on your clothes. Be it pasta sauce or salad dressings, hey, sometimes we miss our mouths. So just apply a little dish detergent to the stain and then rinse with water. Use non-colored soap for lighter clothes. For more difficult stains, let the dish soap sink in for a bit, then throw the piece of clothing in the washer as usual. And think about maybe getting a bib. If none of the methods have helped you organize your closet, and you're still overwhelmed with large piles of clothes, there's a simple way that might be effective. It's called the one-in-one-out rule. That means for every new piece of clothing you buy, you need to get rid of one you already have. That means you'll always be decluttering your space. To make it easier to find something in your closet, good luck! Keep your most used items at eye level. This way they'll be easier to find and pull out when you're in a hurry. Those items that you tend to use less often, like your evening clothes for example, can stay on the shelves above or below your eye level. You can make good use of old spice tins. If you glue some powerful magnets to the inside of the tins, they can double as magnetic shelves. You can use them for all sorts of everyday items, like kitchen pliers, ice cream scoops, mm, or even cutlery. You can also place them on any metallic surface, like your refrigerator door. They'll blend in nicely with your kitchen magnets. Hidden in your laundry room, there's a great tool for picking up pet hair. It sometimes works better than lint rollers. Take a dryer sheet and, using some elbow grease, you'll get rid of that dog or cat hair in no time. It works on all sorts of surfaces, but it's especially effective for upholstered furniture. Now, if you don't like it when a door starts squeaking whenever you enter a room, get a bar of soap and rub it straight on the hinges. This will only help for a while, though, but it'll do the trick until you manage to get to a hardware store. And, you know, buy some oil. I don't think there's anything I love more than simple and fast tricks to make everyday chores easier. Like this one, about trash bags. I bet that just like me, you've been doing this one wrong all this time. Open a trash bag. You don't need to ruffle it open completely. Just the top of the bag will do. Place the edge of the trash bag over the edge of the trash can and secure it in place. Then, simply push the rest of the bag into the can. And it should flip over perfectly. I love a nice snack as much as the next guy. But pistachios can sometimes be a real pain to open. They can hurt your fingers or even break your nails. But did you know that you can literally use another pistachio to open a stubborn one? Layer the openings of the two pistachio pods so that they interlace. Then just pull them apart and they should both pop open. Deodorants tend to make a mess, especially on black clothes. But you don't need a fancy cleaning product to get rid of the stains. You won't even need to change your shirt if this happens. Just rub the stained area with another piece of fabric once the deodorant has had some time to dry. It should flake off pretty easily. Surely there's a pumice stone somewhere in your bathroom. You know that weird-looking piece of rock that you use to exfoliate your heels? There's a lot more you can do with it if you're creative enough. 
Turns out it's pretty great for removing pet hair off textile furniture. You can also use it for removing pills off fabric. You can always unclog your kitchen pipes with a homemade solution. It's just as effective as the store-bought and involves way fewer damaging chemicals. Pour some white vinegar into your kettle. Make sure you heat it up, but remember to open your kitchen window as the smell might get a bit overwhelming. Meanwhile, place some baking soda in the pipes you want to clean. Let it sit for a couple of minutes. Then add the heated vinegar. The mixture should pop and fizzle quite spectacularly. But don't worry, that's exactly what's supposed to be happening. After the process has calmed down, open the taps and let some lukewarm water run for a minute or so. It should wash off all the residues that were clogging your pipes. Nice added bonus? Take a look at the insides of your kettle. As clean as new. I'll admit, patience is not one of my best features, and I'm not very talented at opening jars either. But getting a rubber band and putting it around the edge of the lid works every time. It gives me a solid, non-slip grip and something to hold onto whenever I stumble upon one of those stubborn jars. But if that doesn't work, I place the jar in hot water. The heat causes the metal to expand, making it easy to break the seal. You're trying on a pair of jeans, a dress, or a jacket, and are about to dig your hand into the pocket when you realize there's no depth to it. The pocket is simply not there. But why would anyone create pockets you can't put anything in? And uh, <clears throat> now would be a good time to pick your iPhone up from off the floor. Well, the reason for fake pockets is simple. If a clothing item has a specific cut or shape, pockets may spoil it. They can alter the item's shape, either in the warehouse or already on the retail rack. The solution? Getting rid of pockets in key areas. Plus, fake pockets are obviously cheaper, and they don't get stretched out. Interestingly, this practice goes back to the 17th century. That's when pockets were actually removable. They resembled small bags, and women, for example, could move them from one outfit to another. Unfortunately, it was also very convenient for pickpockets. They could grab such a pocket and run off with it. Then, clothes became more streamlined, and slim pockets started to be sewn right into them instead of attachable bags. This was believed to make the shape of a person's silhouette more alluring. But soon, slimmer skirts came into fashion, and pockets went out of it and people started using handbags instead. These days, most pockets are real, but some of them are still fake. So how can we make sure that we don't actually turn a fake pocket into a hole thinking it's a real one? Well, first of all, take a look at the stitching along the edge of the pocket, where it's supposed to open up. If you see a single loose thread, just snip a piece of it and start pulling gently. If the pocket is real, the thread will easily come out. But if you feel that the stitching won't budge, most likely you have a faux pocket on your hands. If this is the case, just leave it be. Now let's move on to some other everyday objects that may be hiding some secrets. For example, those lines on some kinds of chips. For one thing, they help with the distribution of spices and seasonings. In other words, all those substances that make your chips taste like cheese are mostly stored inside the lines. Plus, the lines make chips crunchier. Highlighters are filled with a special semi-transparent fluorescent ink that can glow in dim light. Yellow and light green hues are the most popular, 
because they don't prevent you from seeing the text after black and white photocopying. Photocopiers perceive yellow and light green marks as almost non-existent and don't print them. Now, back in the day, the first jeans had one problem. Workers and miners, who were the original jeans wearers, put too much pressure on the poor piece of clothing. As a result, the seams couldn't withstand the stress and tore. So, tiny metal studs were invented to prevent this from happening. Most metallic zippers have a hidden lock inside them. That's why you shouldn't leave the zipper handle in an upward position. When you pull it downwards, it automatically locks. It's all thanks to several tiny grooves hidden underneath the handle. Now, about those horizontal lines on plastic bottles. They help hold bottles up. Some bottles are produced from soft plastic. Without the lines, they wouldn't keep their shape. Instead, they would twist easily or even break. Bath foam isn't only for fun or a nice smell. It helps regulate the temperature, too. The bubbles keep the water hot, and you can enjoy your bath a bit longer, with or without your rubber ducky. Ever notice that layer of clear liquid and gel pens? It's called the ink follower or stopper fluid. The gel in such pens contains pigment particles dissolved in a polymer solution. The gel should be thick enough to keep the pigment particles suspended, but also thin enough to flow first onto the ball and then the paper. The main task of the stopper fluid is to be a barrier to prevent the gel from evaporating or leaking out. Without this transparent fluid, your gel pen wouldn't function. The fluid always stays in one position and doesn't get dissolved with the gel. Neither does it move backward or flow out of the pen. Most door handles are made of brass. This type of metal is good for fighting microbes. Bacteria can't multiply that much on such surfaces. These public toilets' cubicles don't look private for a reason. Huge gaps at the bottom were created to make you want to get out of there as soon as possible. Thanks to this design, there are almost no cubes. You can use a plastic lid from soda cups as a coaster. It has the perfect shape to hold your drink and keep a table surface from getting wet. Don't turn the lid upside down. Just put it on the table the same way it was on the cup. If you're stuck in a car during an accident and can't open the doors, you can use bars from the detachable headrest to break the window and get out. Remember those small plastic discs under the bottle lids? This little thing helps preserve vacuum inside bottles, keeping soda in a fizzy state. You've probably watched food heating in a microwave at least once in your life. Exciting, I know! But why do the developers make the door so dark? This black film is necessary to block electromagnetic fields. Tiny dots on padlocks next to the keyhole are designed to dry out the moisture if water gets inside the lock. Also, if the lock gets jammed or starts to rust, you can pour oil into it through this hole to fix the problem. A golf ball is covered with tiny craters for good aerodynamics. They're called dimples, and this design helps the ball fly further and more evenly. Some mugs have a little groove at the outside of the bottom. It helps water flow out and prevents it from accumulating when the cup is in the dishwasher. Sunglasses were first used not to protect your eyes from the sun. They use such glasses during Arctic expeditions. A huge amount of snow can blind you just like a bright flash. To save their eyes, they came up with these unique glasses. You can use any t-shirt not only for dressing, but also as a protective layer for your luggage. 
Just put your clothes on your suitcase as a cover and don't waste time plastic wrapping it. A button on the back of the shirt collar is there to keep your tie under the collar. Yes, people don't use it as intended because all ties are thinner now. But this button is still there as a decorative function. And here's the initial purpose of a tie. They created it in the 17th century Europe to tighten the collar. This way, people protected their necks from a strong wind. Then, they got used to this part of the outfit and made it a must-have accessory for royal gatherings. Soft pom-poms on hats were first invented several centuries ago. Sailors used them to avoid hitting their heads against low ship ceilings and ledges. They make most clothes hangers from cedarwood, since it contains many natural oils repelling moths that love to eat your clothes. A light bulb is spherical because such a shape allows the light to distribute evenly. Also, such light bulbs are cheaper and easier to produce. Ever found these pieces of fabric and new clothes? They're not just patches, but also testing subjects to use before washing. You can put this piece in the washing machine and see what happens to it. If everything is fine, then you can safely put your clothes in. Your ceiling fan has two modes of work, winter and summer. You need to find the switch on it. Push it up to activate the winter mode and down for the summer one. In summer mode, the fan pushes the air down. It pulls the air up in winter. Most people have this ground plunger in the bathroom. In movies, they use those to eliminate a blockage in the toilet. In fact, the plunger is to get rid of a blockage in the sink. For the toilet, you need another special device. The extra space under your oven is not for keeping pans and pots. You can put some dishes there. The heat of the stove will keep your meals warm. It's useful if you're waiting for friends late for dinner. You're taking a pack of popcorn out of a microwave after heating. See the little hole at the top of the popcorn bag? You can use it to get rid of small unpopped grains. Shake the pack over the plate and all the grains will fall out through the hole. Almost all people use a travel pillow incorrectly. Usually, they put two ends forward and lay their heads back. Try to turn the pillow on the other side. The arc should be under your chin and the two ends should be directed back. Lay your head forward and your neck will feel way more comfortable in this position. And you'll get a good nap. That's it for today. So hey, if you pacified your curiosity, then give the video a like and share it with your friends. Or if you want more, just click on these videos and stay on the bright side.